Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Business building is not difficult, but it is hard, all right? And I'm pretty sure you'll, you'll agree with me on that. No matter what level of business you're at, no matter how long you've been in business, that is the reality. It is not complicated. It is pretty simple when you look at the principles of what makes a business work and a, a business thrive. But the piece that really makes it hard is the fact that at the end of the day, business is about humans and humans have emotions. And when they don't know how to deal with them, especially when uh, you're going through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and business building, when you don't know how to really drive the business with your intuition and with your feet on the ground, like really solidly grounded, and instead emotions drive the decisions, things get even more difficult. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with emotions. Emotions are data. Emotions are intel that give you a lot of information in terms of what you're facing and where you need to grow. But what I notice in leading and mentoring business owners is that the people who have the hardest time growing their business, especially past the $500,000 mark, like that part is the hardest. When I, when I look at business building, typically people have made it through the six figures and then, you know, they've built somewhat of a team and they're really going towards that hundred, uh, towards that million dollar mark. But that 500, like breaking that point to get to the million dollar mark is the hardest, right? And where I see people struggle the most outside of strategy, outside of systems, outside of all of that is with their own emotions. And the people who will struggle the most are the people who actually let their emotions drive more of the decision-making in the business versus uh, the people who are more data-driven and who are more focused on facts, right? And the reason behind that is when I look at the people that are the most successful, I coach a lot of million-dollar-plus, multi-million-dollar business owners, and they have this thing in common is that they're calm, They've, it's like they've passed through that threshold of the erratic, uh, uh, you know, almost like nerve, nerve, nervous breakdown type of situations. They've, it's like they've done, they're done with that. And now they've achieved this point where they know that things are going to go up and down, but their emotions stay in check. I had, a really awesome uh, conversation today with one of my clients. And I mean, she's going through a tough time right now, but speaking with her, you would never tell that she is because the way that she was presenting the, the situation, the way that she was presenting the context so that I could give her some insight and guide her was she showed up the same way than as when things are going well. Like there was nothing different in how she showed up. Whereas I've coached a lot of other entrepreneurs who, for them, the emotions drive a lot of their decision-making. And you can tell when they show up on the call, 
you can tell if this is a good day or this is a bad day, if things are going well or things are not, right? Because their emotions are all over the place. And that is where I can tell you for a fact that there's that is where a lot of people lose their energy and they lose their momentum and they just get exhausted. It's not because of what's going on out there. It's because of what's going on internally. And so with this episode today, I really want to bring your awareness in making sure that the way that you're letting your emotions, you know, drive you or not in your business has a huge impact on your business. Like I like to say, people don't have business problems. They have personal problems that show up in the business. And a lot of that, a lot of the reason why it shows up in the business is that the emotions are not in check. We don't have a process to, uh, to deal with the ups and downs. We don't have awareness of the emotions that are, you know, everything that's happening internally. We're so focused out there that what's happening inside is not in check. And then what happens is that everything becomes erratic. And when the leader is, when the leader's emotions are not in check, guess what? We start making decisions that don't necessarily make sense. The team doesn't really know what to do because we're going left and then tomorrow we have to go right and so on. It's like things are changing constantly because the leader is not focused, because the leader's emotions are driving the business, and because the leader is making decisions to make themselves feel better in that moment versus making long-term decisions that will drive the business forward. Let me repeat this. When the emotions are not in check and the emotions are driving the business, what happens is the business owner is making decisions so that they feel better in that moment versus making decisions that will have a more, more of a long-term, um, a long-term effect, a long-term impact on the business, right? Those the types of decisions that kind of look like it's the right thing to do right now, but when you really dig deeper, it's just for the CEO to feel better. Okay, whether it's because of fear, whether it's because they don't like the uncertainty or whatever, or maybe because something's happening at home and they kind of need to unleash in the business, all of that I've seen it. All right. So, what I want to bring your attention on today is to ask yourself right now for you if you had to rate yourself in terms of how you make decisions and how your emotions on a daily basis impact how you think. How would you rate yourself? Do you feel like you are somebody who, whether things are going well or not, are able to think very clearly and doesn't matter if today's a good day or today's a bad day, your decisions typically don't change day after day. You stay very focused for a long period of time. Or do you feel like depending on the day, like you're going to find yourself making tweaks and decisions and changing things in your business and it happens very, very often, right? When I see that happening, I can tell that it's because emotions are driving, nothing else, okay? The way that people who let their emotions drive the business versus the people who don't, the way that they speak and the way that they show up, as I said, is very different. I'm very sensitive, maybe because I'm very sensitive to hot, to people's energy. When someone gets on a call, and I, even if I'm looking at you on the Zoom, 
you can tell, right, if someone is very grounded and calm or if they're not. And it feels like there is like this volcano that's about to erupt, right? And some days it's erupting out of joy and sometimes it's the opposite, right? And they also, as I said, speak in a different way. So when somebody, and again, here's where maybe you can look into how you do things and that this might bring awareness to you. When I speak to entrepreneurs who are very level-minded, who are very focused and who keep their emotions in check, and again, as I said, there's nothing wrong with emotions. It's just deciding, do you drive them or do you let them drive you? Okay. Like when they come up, do you take them into account and then move on? Or do you let them like take control of the whole situation for you? So when people are very level-headed, when they're focused, when they're grounded, they're going to speak, whether in positive or negative situations, they're going to speak in a matter that feels very objective. They're going to speak in a way that feels logical to you, even just listening to it, right? Regardless of whether you're feeling the same thing or not. They're going to use language that is more precise. They're going to use language that is more fact-based. They're going to have um, data or proof or evidence to support what they're saying, typically, right? They're going to typically be more relaxed or more composed as they're talking to you. And just even saying this, I'm reminiscing my conversation today, like this is exactly how she showed up. Despite everything, she was like, hey, this is the hardest, you know, the hardest um, event that I've put together. And it's like pulling teeth. It's really hard. And I've been doing this for years, really hard. But he, I know, I know we're going to figure it out, but I wanted to sit with you and see how, you know, maybe if you have some ideas and things like that, right? Like that is somebody who is very focused, who knows, and he's, is very grounded in their abilities and their expertise, but now they're just looking for insight. They're not letting their emotions drive the conversation and drive the decision. When they're speaking with you, they're very calm, as I said, and very focused. And the decisions that they make in their conversations do not change depending on the direction the wind blows. So even if they're going to make decisions in that state, it's still going to be aligned with their long-term perspective and their long-term vision, right? Now, on the other hand, picture this other scenario with a different CEO who is more... I want to say in tune with their emotions, but let's say who is definitely more, you know, in the up and down of emotions. And when things go well, it's an explosion of joy. And when it is not, it is pure depression. And the way that they're going to show up and the way that they're going to speak is very, very different. And again, when you coach people for a long time, right, and you get to see how different people will react to situations it really gives you a clear idea of, you know, the potential even for success of uh, of each of those individuals. So that person who's more erratic in their emotions will also be more erratic in their decisions in the business. When they show up, typically it is definitely more emotional. The type of language that they will use is more emotions-based. It's how they're feeling. It's very subjective. It's very much 
um, should I say, like biases that are coming out, right? And typically I'll see it because when I'm having those conversations where I'm like, huh, I wonder why she thinks of it that way. Or where did that come from? Or yeah, I guess there's one way to see it, right? Like that shows you something that's extremely subjective and that is more focused on the individual's biases because of whatever emotions happening that uh, at that time versus more objective, more long-term type of vision, if that makes sense. The body language is going to be different as well. When I'm speaking with clients who are, again, in more erratic with their emotions, they're going to, when they're trying to make decisions and things are not going well, they're going to, like, they look stressed. They look anxious. They look frustrated, right? And that is very different, as I said, to the example of the client I was meeting today who even in the midst of things not working out the way that she wants it, was very relaxed and looked looked very composed. Very, very different. And again, the person who's more erratic will tend to change things and make decisions very quickly, changing things very quickly just because things are not going well for them and they want to feel better. I see that all the time, okay? As you've probably heard before, People who are very successful, they tend to make decisions slowly, very rapidly, but they change them very slowly. Whereas people who struggle more, they'll change, they'll tend to make changes very quickly. All right. So again, pure awareness. I want you to really look internally and evaluate yourself. If there's one thing that I can suggest for you, um, as you're just auditing yourself, right? Pay attention to when things are not going well, more specifically, like how are you showing up? Are you showing up super stressed? Are you showing up like frantic and, you know, with that very erratic energy? If that's the case, I can guarantee you that your team's going to feel it, your client's going to feel it, everyone around you feels it, and it creates an energy that becomes hard to control. Whereas if you show up and you're able to keep the field very clean, it's easy for people to navigate through the hard situations because you're not bringing it in all of that erratic energy, if that makes sense. All right. So let's figure out how to make this happen for ourselves. Now for different people, it's going to look like different. It's still going to look different, the process. One thing that I know has really helped me in this is just doing a lot of internal work, doing a lot of figuring out why I react certain, uh, certain ways uh, in specific situation, figuring out what my trigger points are and how to work them and how to make sure that even when I get triggered, the response is not a just jerk reaction, but is more calm, is me taking the time and the space to focus back inward and process it, right? So this episode, I'm not giving you specific tools to process your own emotions. I think for different people, different solutions are going to be necessary. And I might mix, uh, an, uh, record another episode on this. But at least bringing the awareness is already half of the work. If you're able to learn, and here's the reality too, is but just by experience of going through the different ups and downs and years and experience of entrepreneurship, you definitely become better at you know dealing with your emotions. 
if you look at specific entrepreneurs that maybe you like or that you respect, I can guarantee you that if you look at how they used to talk and, and, and show up and so on and how they are after 10, 15, 20, 30 years of experience, it looks very different. They tend to look calmer as they acquire more experience, right? And so the same for you. I know a lot of entrepreneurs um, that I've worked with who went from zero to multiple six or seven figures in a matter of a year or two. That is a lot of like two years is enough to become a multimillionaire, but it is also extremely short to experience all of the internal uh, maturity that is needed to sustain that level of success, right? Does that make sense? So you might be able because of your smart, street smart, um, or your, uh, your, just your creativity and the support maybe that you have, the, an amazing strategy and being able to tap into your strength. You might be able to take a business from zero to very successful in a short period of time. However, in order to sustain that over a long period of time, it requires a level of internal maturity that has to be acquired. And that is why when you see somebody who's been successful for a long period of time, I can guarantee you that they have had to work on all of those emotions and the internal uh, turbulence that happens as you're doing anything at a level of excellence for a long period of time. Like it just happens. Doesn't matter if it's business or sports or art or martial art or anything like that. Doing anything at a high level for a long period of time requires to work through your emotions and get to a point where you are sitting at the wheel not your emotions. Okay. So take the time over the next week today, over the next week, over the next month to really focus inward and pay attention to how you show up and how you react when things are going well and when things are not. And how can you find a way to stay in the middle? The extremes are where that erratic energy lives right? How do you find yourself in the middle where you can savor the the, the good, but also be very clear-headed when things are not going the way that you want them to? It will make you more rational when you're making decisions. It will give you better outcomes over a long period of time. It will improve your relationships. It will make people trust you more when you are in a position to lead them because they feel like, when things are shaky, you are the most solid thing that they can grab and, and that they can hold on to. All right. And also it would just give you more energy to do the things that you want to do more effectively. All right. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. This was Kyrie. Please reach out on social to let me know, you know, how, what, how this resonated for you. And if you have any questions or ideas for content that you want to listen to, and I'll be happy to oblige. All right. Love you so much. Kyrie on all social media, go find me and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> there you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon. <laughs>